What's going on? Thanks for listening to episode 23 of the show. I've got the very first guest back for another round. Uh, Ty Callen is back on the show. He is, I'm really excited to talk to him today because he just started putting out uh, songs from a new project that he started a few years ago, um, kind of behind the scenes. And he's now he's got all these really great songs and I'm excited to see him to start release them. And it's especially interesting to me because he's someone who not only writes them and produces them and plays all the instruments on them, sings them and mixes them. He does everything by himself at his home studio. So it's really interesting to see the quality of stuff that he's putting out uh, kind of you know, totally independently as he works on other projects like my own, um, some projects that we've collaborated as well with some other friends of ours and artists. He also does session work and he will help you with mixing and getting your demo out to some places like Factor to get some funding or something like that. So reach out to Ty on Instagram, check out his new single for you wherever you're streaming and subscribe to Sit Still and check out some of the releases that he has coming out this year. I'm excited to see more from him. And this is Ty Callen. I hope you enjoy the episode. I think, uh, yeah, no, I did a preview. I looked at the date. It was July 11th of last year. And, 2022, uh, eh? 2022. And uh, that's when you were about to, I guess, start <laughs> releasing this this song. You were kind of like, yeah, you had it you had it done, but because we put like yeah. a little see, uh, teaser of it on the start of the podcast, but now it's, Just now a, it's out this Friday. A tease of a taste. Yeah, I was actually, yeah, it is out this Friday. So I was looking at the, like the first bounce that I had of this song, like the first time I was like, okay, I think this is almost done. And that was in 2020. So we're no now way. three years out from when I originally thought I was going to put it out. And But I it's just funny, slacked. right? Like you've done, you've done so much writing uh, since that. It's, uh, yeah. it's, yeah. it's cool that you got, finally got this one going. Like I, I totally get it. It's nice to have, to finish one and then have more. That you're, you're like, okay, I finally released one. Now I can have, it's like, if you, if you start from, you know, if you put one out and then start right over, it's almost, it's like a, another mountain you got to climb up. You don't have any momentum or something, it's, you know? It's, it's more pressure for sure. The, the incline is steeper. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think like, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's cool to see you like finally get it going. Do you find that you get jazzed up about having it released and then it, <laughs> it, like, it almost like fuels you wanting to put out another one? Yeah, for sure. I'm already like, yeah, I'm getting the album art going for the next song. I'm thinking about putting it out this summer. Yeah, for sure. What was that? No, actually, I was going to ask what the album art work was for this song. I was going to ask what it was, but then I remembered it was you st stacked with those cups on your head. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was you and I when we were playing in West Hammock. We were on tour. We were in BC, and it was a super late night, <laughs> and some sometimes I just I pass out kind of early, and. uh you saw me sort of perched in just the right way where you thought I could probably stack a couple cups on this guy's head right now. And you got like, you got like this perfect, like diamond shape of cups. It's like, I don't know, 12 cups. And uh, yeah, made for <laughs> a hilarious picture. Yeah, it is. It is 12. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it starts with a single. If you can picture it in your mind, uh, one of your best friends drunk on the couch, just out like a light. Like I could have, I probably could have cut like your pinky off too. You, know, you were out so hard that <laughs> <laughs> cut my pinky off. Yeah, that's where that, the toe went. Yeah, <laughs> you were out cold. So like, I think it fell on you a couple times, and that really made me laugh because I didn't budge. Yeah, you were just you're like keep keep trying. <laughs> oh yeah, real heavy, real heavy. Sleeper. But if yeah, if you're trying to picture it, it's one cup 
right on your head and then put two on top of that one. And then you've got it. I forget how I did it exactly. There's a cutting board in there somewhere because it starts <laughs> yeah, with an, it's, <laughs> it starts with an upside down triangle and then turn and then it inverts itself. It's like looking at water, almost like a reflection um, with your head at the it, base of it. Yeah, it begins on one cup. It's like right at right at the, the most <laughs> round part of my forehead. <laughs> I love uh, I love first of all, love that that's your first single artwork um that it's that it's that that's the first song you're putting out has that as the artwork i think that's super rad but um and i mean the band name you've officially put it out now with the pre with the pre-save is sit still so i'm guessing yeah. is that did it feel like that was the right image like how did you decide that that picture that, is what you're going to use yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't like deliberate it was i kind of picked that picture and then after i was writing the name like sit still for the for the album art. I was like, oh, I guess this kind of makes sense. You sort of have to sit still to pull off a maneuver like this. So yeah, it just kind of worked. <laughs> also, it's like one of those things where in the song where you sort of just, I don't know, you like make a song that f fits the mood of the the lyrics a bit. Like, I mean, I guess that's something you can kind of do on purpose, but sometimes there's something in the song that matches the lyric and later on you're like, oh, I didn't even really do that on purpose yeah like it's almost like a subconscious thing that happens yeah yeah it was kind of like that yeah Just um kind of worked out yeah yeah that's uh yeah and then so your next one um your next single i guess we could talk about that like do you have one do you know that you're gonna pop out next or um uh, i do there's there's like three of them that i know i want to put out next i'm not 100 percent sure on the order yet but there are definitely three that I'm looking at that I know that I want to get out there. They're kind of in the same, somewhat in the same vein as, as this first one. Mm. Have you, are those, would you say kind of like, have you set those aside now in your mind? Like you're like, these are done mixes. These are done masters. Um, <laughs> sort of not quite. There's yeah. Cause I keep listening to them and I keep thinking of new things. You can mm. sort of just never ending mix a song if you want but yeah there's like just a couple a couple changes that i want to make to it and then i'm gonna stop there i'm sure i could keep going but i'm gonna cut myself off but there's just one like kind of glaring thing that i want to change before i put it out it's like uh it's like our good friend jordan says uh, a friend of the podcast says he you know uh <laughs> stop tweaking the snare or something <laughs> you gotta yeah, move on it's fine it's move fine. on <laughs> yeah pro to or what is it at avid who who makes pro tools yeah yeah avid or whatever. yeah they post that, yeah. they post a video that jordan made once every year he said <laughs> it's a pretty funny video actually it is it is check out avid it'll be posted seven or eight times it'll you'll find it we'll you'll find it soon i was gonna say with you too like the uh, for anyone who hasn't heard the first episode uh, with with us you do all of it yourself like you do the mixing the mastering um all the instrumentation and and the writing and everything. So for this project, it's cool to have just like one home base for it. Um, but with that being said, then it's tricky sometimes too to be like, I'm actually done with this because you're the one who's you know you you're the one who's doing all of it. So it's it's hard to pass it on and be like, okay, I trust you now to tell me this is done. Like you're that same person, and then who knows? Maybe eleven o'clock at night after a little weed chocolate, you're like. I don't think that is done, man. And then you listen to yourself. Yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah, you, sure you take that? it out That's of why? you take it. <laughs> you take it out of the final mixes folder. 
yeah drag that over to this folder yeah yeah that happens i think especially if you want if you want to talk about weed chocolates yeah that's especially that i just sort of ignore every every thought that i have when i when i'm in deep on a weed chocolate because that is that's not me man <laughs> that's not uh that's not the truth that's some awareness because yeah that'll be it'll be easy to listen you just shut it out right entirely like hey man why don't you it, well <laughs> do I, sh- I shouldn't yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't be so quick to just nullify it but i think when yeah if i have an idea and i'm and i'm a little bit high i gotta take that with a definite grain of uh, sea salt the next day if i'm thinking <laughs> back on it isn't it weird though if some people some people and bands you know there's tons of them that are notoriously stoners like that or or maybe it's not um maybe it's not just weed maybe it's other things too but it's like there are bands that have written on things you know especially yeah like 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 stoner bands like bob marley's a big one like you know you smoke weed yeah. and you listen to bob marley it's it's interesting that that can be that still can be maybe it's not right for the way you want to write something but for some people it's like it's the perfect thing yeah well it, yeah it hits everyone different like i get all weird and paranoid and anxious and stuff <laughs> like bob probably just levels right out and he probably feels great so that's like yeah that's the headspace he needs and i do like it i like uh smoking a little weed and then like trying to come up with stuff i feel like it makes you you get a little creative and i don't know if it's actually better or if you just feel like it's better at the time when you're playing it but either way it kind of gets your spirits up about things um yeah did you know yeah. that that uh you know the band muse yeah they wrote there's like a i remember reading that they recorded a full album maybe wrote too but recorded a full album on mushrooms then never they it's one of the ones they've put out or it's out there yeah it's it's out there it's on spotify i can't remember which one it is but it's like that, <laughs> isn't that so crazy yeah that is a little bit crazy i wonder That's which one lot. it is i wonder if you like if you yeah. knew that like so I, what like pink floyd albums like dark side of the moon wasn't that written with fully the full intention of whoever's listening to it like if you you know you can hear it it's great but if you are stoned you gotta listen to it again it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like two different sides of it you know where yeah yeah it's it's almost, it's like great on its own but then if you if you amplify yourself up a little bit with some thc it's totally something yeah. else you ever <laughs> listen to pink floyd on weed <laughs> how many people said that back in the day yeah you smoke <laughs> smoke this and let's check this out <laughs> <laughs> you, you take a little hit of this there partner um for your uh, i wanted to i wanted to ask you too for because this is your first tune um that you've got up for the project was it tricky because i know we talked about this a bit with the spotify stuff was it hard to were you able to pitch to spotify as with the through their yep. thing with your first release yep. oh, okay that was an option there yeah um yeah it's all all the spotify for artist stuff is all new to me so yeah but that is that is something that i i noticed and i did i did do a pitch yeah Nice. Okay, sweet. Yeah, it's it's an interesting platform to do it with. Um and you know, I've I've had this conversation before about like how much how how many spots are reserved on certain playlists for, you know, uh, for artists that are putting stuff out independently like without any label support kind of having that having that, I don't know, straight line into those things. Like I wonder how many spots are reserved on each playlist for it, but I've definitely seen like people who are totally independent have things slide into there so it's a sweet sweet thing that they offer okay yeah yeah is that how it works they just like have they have spots open that they're not going to fill for indie artists i guess i don't know 
Yeah, it's got it. I mean, it, to some extent, I don't know I whether it's not yeah. it's planned, but you know, like for New Music Friday, like that one only has a hundred um, songs. I don't know how many like the typical playlist has, but that one I'm pretty sure is only a hundred every Friday, um, and it just yeah. filters through. So, and how I dude, how many songs come out a day? Like, <laughs> yeah, in the pick, especially 100. on Fridays too. Yeah, and so I guess like everybody every country. Everybody Google's what's the best day to release a song on, and the first thing is Friday. Yeah. Have you heard? I, don't I think know, it's I like, don't know why, but <laughs> I think it's Neil Gallagher or Noel Gallagher, the one of the uh, yeah, Gallagher's from Oasis. Leo, yeah, he's yeah. going off about it. He's like, <laughs> if it's if it's a shit album, it's a shit album on Thursday and Monday. It doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, <laughs> mate. <laughs> if your music's shit, it's shit on every day of the week. Fuck, fuck your better release day. But uh, yeah, so you know, from that, I guess there's like a, a definitely a, a certain amount of songs. You know, every every seven days if you're spotify and you've released for every country a new music thing like canada norway all these things have like their own new music day and it doesn't necessarily mean only music yeah. from that country <laughs> so i wonder mm -hmm. how many you know out of the what like i don't know a million songs released every week i don't know how many like there would be yeah, a bajillion probably you pick a hundred um so how many yeah. you know how many big labels are there that are like we've put out a hundred songs a week or thousand songs a week yeah so i don't know it's pretty crazy it's but wild. it is dope that they have that and they definitely do have spots for people that are have no like label support or any connection through that to to put it on that is so. good yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it's a sick thing that they offer too are you doing anything else for it like uh any other like uh playlist pitching things um i haven't um i find if i try to think about that stuff for too long then i just never put the song out so mm. it, to a to an extent i'm sort of just like putting my blinders on and just putting this thing out because like i've said it's been like three years i've been sitting on this thing yeah. um so i mean i'm open to it i could uh i gotta listen to your podcast where you talk about all the how to get your get your shit on other shit how to get <laughs> your um get your podcast on all the playlists and stuff like that because yeah that's a good idea i should be doing that um yeah it's it's one of those things too that like there are so many different uh, platforms to do it. And some of them are great. Some of them are like weird to use. I know like the big one yeah. is uh, Submit Hub. That's the biggest one yeah. I th I'd say probably. I've but, heard of that one. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried using it. It's basically like a credit system. Um, and then you can also expand to have uh, have like feedback for it, which I found is pretty cool because then somebody in that will be like, hey, you're submitting to... I don't know, an alternative rock genre when really you should probably mm. submit to like an alternative whatever, pop or something. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so it, that's helped me a bit there, especially for the feedback. And and I mean, like getting on actual playlists on there is like a hit or miss, but you don't have to spend too, too much money. Like if you spent a hundred bucks on it, you'd be able to submit to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. The genre thing too, that's that's hard to know, like what your own genre is. You kind of have to hear from other people. Yeah. Speaking of, let's let me let me throw that question right back at you. And not even like maybe for all of your stuff, just for this song, like for you, what would you say is the genre? This one specifically is like, it's got, it's pretty straight like indie alternative. Um, I think there's a bit of like post punk. Like I grew up listening to a lot of post punk bands. Um like Interpol and like all that, all that jangly guitar stuff. So I think that bled through a lot. This is a pretty guitar heavy song. 
yeah, I'd say it, I think indie alternative is like just the kind of the, the clear cut answer there. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> indie alternative. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's pop or rock. It's not. It doesn't get too rocky and it doesn't get too poppy. It kind of sits in the middle. So I guess it's indie alternative pop rock. <laughs> <laughs> just get them all with a touch of folk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Singer songwriter. Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> How many can I, we jam in there? <laughs> uh, I think it's yeah, it's tough, and I've I've heard actually that's one of the um, I don't know if it, you know it probably does play a big part in it, but if you go through that Spotify thing, like what were you able? Do you remember what you picked uh, for your genres on that? Was it just were you able to just do indie alternative? Like there's primary, secondary, I think, or something. Yeah, I think I just went indie alternative pop rock, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I remember like scrolling through that drop down and be like, yeah, mm, yeah, sort of, maybe no, I don't know, and I like yeah. stewed over it for a while, but yeah, it was something like indie alternative. Um, yeah, I want, I did, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't quick to pick pop or rock, so I wasn't sure which one, but yeah, it's like indie alternative, something like that. I'd yeah, see, I'd agree with that. I, I you know, I, I would agree with okay. that. Um, and, but for me, for sometimes it's like, I don't know, I find it hard to really know if it's folk or like alternative, but it's definitely not rock. So sometimes I have yeah. a hard time like finding that line. And I've heard that that's like having that down, have, knowing exactly where that genre sits yeah. is a, like you can just, you know, really then really like hone it in and and then it'll be more helpful if like if you like if you had put pop for your song maybe that would have fucked a bunch of stuff up. People are like, this is not pop and you just wasted like a yeah. hundred curators or something. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And what even is indie anyway? Is it like it's like alternative with more vibrato? Like <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> and it's I feel like it's I feel like it's got like an essence musically of being a bit u- more unique. Like it could have jangly guitars and and also a pop drum beat, but it has like, all, like real instruments and stuff. I don't know. And all and not and not afraid to use sounds that are like wrong kind of in a way like mm-hmm. you know it's like slightly out of tune it, like the vibrato thing it's kind of bouncing in and out like maybe they don't use as much auto tune or something yeah yeah it's interesting too how like tight at all like i know we talked about this last time like the home recording stuff can be so tight now and like the stuff that you can do like you didn't record any drums for the song right you just did all midi yeah all midi yeah, and so I mean, they sound—I don't know—to me, they sound like real drums and stuff. Like they sound great, and some people get hung Sweet. up on that. But I think that, yeah, yeah, you just like look at that. Like you know, if you're able to record a song at home, not have to spend money to go to a studio, not have to like tighten the shit out of playing that part, um, and yeah. you can kind of get it done faster and put it out and have it out to the world, and it still sounds great. Like that—that's a win on its own. I don't think you have to like record everything raw and everything in a studio. So I don't know. No, I think it's just dope yeah, that you're able to make them sound like this. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's uh, it's quite the shortcut. Yeah. It's, it's easy to, it's easy to fuck up though. Like it's easy to make it sound really robotic and, and stupid and like super amateur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you, have to, you have to do it. You do have to put in a bunch of work to make it sound kind of like somewhat real. Yeah, I think anyone who like first tries to do it, where they're like, "Oh, just go in and you, you actually, there's a drummer right here. Like, I'll load it up. That's kick. That's snare. Yeah. And then here's here's Kyle. Real- <laughs> Kyle Phil twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you realize how how much like the uh, what's the word I'm looking it's for? More of a chat. Yeah. <laughs> I see I see Chad hitting way harder. I don't know. Yeah, that snares Chad. I think yeah. the toms are Bruce. Yeah, Bruce could mess up some toms. Oh yeah, I feel like Keenan would fuck up a kick drum. 
Keenan. Oh man, that Keenan <laughs> kick. <laughs> but uh, anyone who tries to do MIDI drums for the first time, I remember going through it too, where you're like, why isn't this sound good? And then you realize the, the, like, what is it? The making like each sound louder or quieter, the velocity Q, doesn't it? The velocity Q, <laughs> yeah. X, 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 xylophone. <laughs> that's such a big part in the feel of it and then once you once you take away that feel then it you're 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 screwed it's just like it sounds just so robotic and ridiculous so that's like one of the things that you've said before we're actually playing drums lets you see that how hard you it should be you know how hard it could build on the snare each hit yeah. maybe where the hard one would actually really be yeah yeah i do that a lot i'll sit i'll sit here and like listen to it and be like ah something's not quite right there and then i'll i'll just like air drum it to myself and kind of figure out like where the where the hard hits are, where the light hits are. Yeah, and yes. then and I I guess splice splice makes that even easier too because it's just I mean it's less a little less freedom. Like you might have to settle for like a different beat or something like that. But splice mm. recordings are so good. Like they're probably played by a real drummer or programmed to sound really good. And you can just get those off Splice in one second for like one credit, another credit system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Everything is subscription <laughs> credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, man. And I mean, like maybe we'll drop a clip in of a of a tune that our other project we've been working on, we'll toss it in here. But yeah, it's yeah, uh, that, that you, Jules, and I have been working on. Jules, who is leaving, she's leaving in New Zealand and like, well, she'll be gone by the time this comes out. When's she leaving? She keeps saying on, she's leaving. She's uh, the not fourth. Leaving. May the fourth be with you. She's not leaving. Oh, she's, not, she's not leaving. But anyway, yeah, we'll toss in a clip of, of one of the jams. But uh, yeah. that's we. My point of that was that we. we Yeah. that's we my point of that was that we've we've used some splice uh like uh fills and stuff on that even even just splice samples of kicks and snares i think and then you know i've sprinkled in a bit of the midi stuff i, I learned from you and then kind of pass it on to you to really polish up and make make nice um so it's really dope <laughs> that you're also mixing mixing our project uh with the three of us so we've also got some new music coming yeah. out and then uh shit i guess some more too with with my own project i guess we have a another album coming out which was all midi um versus the first one was all recorded on a real kit in the basement when we used to live together right yeah life is a dream right that's the first one yeah we recorded that um most of that like yeah just when we put all those carpets up and then made the basement our lair yeah yeah back in uh (laughs) back on canada or back in north oshawa we put all those blankets up and they didn't do shit to block sound (laughs) it just felt right i guess yeah, it looked cool. It was, yeah, you could lean back and leave my head against the wall behind me on the zebra blanket. But other than that, <laughs> it didn't really do a whole lot. Don't feel the cold, cold wall on your head. <laughs> that can be nice. That can be nice. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've we've used splice uh, samples and, and all that before. And I mean, yeah, like you said, it's a great way to just sort of skip ahead and get some songs finished that you want to put out. Because 
I don't know. I think that I haven't put out a song in a little while and I'm excited to start getting things out. And I think it's, yeah, it sure. messes with me making something new when I have, I'm sitting on so many things that are either done or pretty close to done. Um, yeah. that's why I was asking you before if that sort of like gets, if does that get to you too? Or is that like, is that just me? Like, like if I, like if I have a song that I can't quite figure out or, or what do you mean? Yeah. Like not, not, not necessarily like abandoning one, but like, uh, like now, essentially, now you're putting out your first, you've got your first one out at this point, and then you kind of have this big pool. Some are closer to the end than the others, but is yeah. it kind of like, are you still writing brand new stuff right now, or do you find that that slows down because now you've got this like bottleneck of things that are more um, finished than others? I've got, it's, I always kind of, I write a little bit, but... Like I, I'll always come up with like a new like little guitar part or a new bass part, and I'll just kind of record that on my phone for later. So I'm always doing that, but I haven't been like actually like you know sitting at the desk and like recording stuff. Um, I've been more focusing on kind of the marketing and like like visual side of of putting this music out, like all the artwork and the videos. It's like so, so much shit that goes along with putting <laughs> one song out. So I've kind of. Like if I, I feel like if I start writing a new song, I'm going to want to be doing that so much. It's going to be uh, just pulled in like different directions. So I'm not really, no, not really working on writing anything right now. Yeah. I find that's the question. same way. No. You, you sort of, you sort of, <laughs> to, uh, to answer the question, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just clip all that other stuff out. I'll just, I'll take the no. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's. I don't know that. I don't know. Like I try to do a little bit of writing every, you know, some new writing every week or as much as I can, but I do find that too, where I just, I just, now that I'm sitting on things that are so close to being done, whether it's, you know, project with, you know, my own stuff or, or with you and Jules or with you, me and the other guys that we've been kicking together. It's like <laughs> with so many things being close by, I find yeah. that it's hard. It's hard to just be like, all right, those will come out. Uh, uh, let me move on. I need to like put all my energy into get pushing them across the finish line and then once they're out obviously you don't want to rush and make it bad but like that you don't want to do yeah, that but no but at a certain point you're like i gotta get these i gotta get these out yeah yeah um you said like you usually pick around on a on a riff or something like a lick on a guitar is that how you usually start them most of the time or do you have a different way of doing it um that's how i always used to do it now i, I sometimes i like like my writing has turned a little bit more to the like like digital side i guess like I'll, I'll start with like a you know like a super deep like bass or like i guess people call that an 808 like a super deep like 808 and like a kind of drum pattern or something like that um so sometimes i'll just get right into the open a project up and just start hitting buttons and see what see what i can come up with um yeah, so either that or just come up with a guitar riff and then hear a drum part in my head, program the drum part in MIDI, and then throw the guitar over it and go from there. Kind of throw things at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, see what starts getting your your head bopping along. Yeah, that's the that's a good way of something I've kind of more recently realized. I always wanted to like figure things out and like think about every part and make sure like okay, this is gonna yeah, this is gonna this you know, lick is going to work with those chords, right? Like that's, I got to think of the thing that's going to work with that. But it's, it's often better to just, just listen to what you already have and just, just try things out until you hear something that you might not have thought of before. Mm. And then, you know, put that in. 
I found that same thing with um with with writing like vocal parts. Um, yeah, I found that you know if I was in if I let's say you know when I first started writing songs and stuff and I would be at home and you know, it would be late or something and everybody would be asleep and I didn't want to be loud. I would find that I would just, I would just write a song that's vocally super mellow. And then maybe I would, maybe I'd think I'd like it and I'd either record it or I'd play it live. Usually playing it live is a better indication of how it like feels to project at people. But, um, I don't know. I, th- I think that like the setting I was in would change some of those vocal things. And then when I finally w- would play it live, I'd be like, Oh man, this, I feel like I could do something more fun than this. And then you almost have to like go to, I don't know, like an open mic or something. And not that it's yeah. that it's, you don't just get the opportunity and you don't have to, but just something that you, I guess you would know that would feel good to sing out loud or play live. Like you were saying. So if you can jam to it while you're listening to it, I feel like that's the best way to know. Um, yeah. you, you can't be like, this will be really good in front of people, but right now it's kind of boring, but trust me. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I just got a feeling, got a feeling, man. It's like, dude, this yeah, is, you're saying your quiet, your quiet vocal song. You're like, can you guys actually just come follow me to the bathroom? I think it's more suited to an intimate set. <laughs> Only three though, three people. It's funny because I, you know, you always give me updates on your your music, but yeah, I mean, for people who like your, who want to hear more of your stuff, it's like they have no idea what's coming. Um, and I think that <laughs> I think that the, I know the similarities, like because I know you as a songwriter and stuff, and I've I've seen you behind the scenes doing it. But do you think there's like a big difference between some of the stuff you've written, let's say in the last like month or two versus when for you was done, you said like two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Well, I've gotten, I think I've gotten a lot better at like the technical side, like mixing. So, Okay, so for for you was kind of it was a guitar based song, but it was really kind of it was like digital sounding and sort of like almost electronic kind of a beat. And then I I sort of shifted my production style to that that kind of thing. But there's also some old school kind of guitar stuff that I always used to do. So yeah, I get I guess not really. <laughs> I think it's like uh it I'm, I'm, I've picked more of a, a style that goes along with that style of for you. Cause I wrote a ton mm. of songs. I wrote like for you and I wrote like, I don't know, like eight more songs that were more like Rocky, like indie rock kind of raw style. And then I sort of decided that I liked the, the for you style a little more. So I've kind of now, now I'm thinking about like, okay, this is almost my voice. This is how I want to sound. So now I'm writing more towards that style. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you just get more comfortable too because you, you know, you just get familiar with yourself as how you write stuff. And I think it's cool once you can finally like really dig your heels in and not always be, you know, like sometimes people would ask, you know, do you want to join this band I'm starting? We're going to make it sound like the Arkells. We're going to make it sound like the Glorious Sons or, and you're like, well, shit, I don't know why you're, I mean, I get that, but it, I get being inspired, but it's weird to, to like follow in, tr- in like tracks. I mean, you can be inspired, but following in the, footsteps i don't know there's like a difference in my mind like so it's cool when you finally find your own grooves and you can really start to like you know shape them out and and get comfortable in those so i think it's dope that you found that laneway for yourself like your personal project yeah i think you got to try a lot of stuff out before you can find that i think i mean you could just be like okay we're starting a band it's gonna sound like this band but you might end up finding out like okay this doesn't really work for me like this isn't Mm -hmm. my main thing so yeah you got to try out a bunch of stuff 
see what you like, see what sounds good. Yeah, it's such a trial and error thing to to get, I don't know, to get started, like to know, I don't know, to have your own voices um, as like a, as a writer. And I think that's the most important thing for people to actually like, to like your music and to resonate with it. I think if you're always trying to be like, oh, let me, let me look at New Music Friday and let me find one of those songs and I'm going to write one pretty much like that. And you just keep doing that. I feel like, I don't know, maybe that could be successful in a way, but it just, maybe it's harder for people to really gravitate and connect to because you're just sort of writing like other people all the time. You never have this, like, let me be completely isolated and write you something that's mine. Yeah. You've got to, you've got, there's, you have to like it. It has to be like authentic. That's something I hear a lot of like artists and musicians say, like, whatever you do, it has to be authentic to you. It has to feel right. It has to be like, you have to really mean it or else people can see through that. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're just, you're like, okay, I'm going to write like a, this style of song is that's what's popular. People are going to hear like, I don't know. There's something off about this. Like you got to make music that feels good to you. And then if other people like it too, then that's great. Yeah. And I, I was just looking up his name cause I'm going to be so ashamed for forgetting. Um, oh my gosh. And I didn't even Google the right thing. I'm looking at the Rick, oh, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin. I remember that. Yeah. He's got, yeah. he says something like that where he's like, oh, he's you gotta, you, you just gotta jam to your own thing. Like just do what you like. And, and if you genuinely like it, then, then you're in a good spot. And then if other people like it too, kudos to you. Like, but you gotta exactly. enjoy it. Yep. That's probably where I got that from. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Rubin, the, the, uh, the guru, the, the guru, the legend. Do you think like, uh, cause I, we've played it, we've been playing music together for quite a while now. Like we we're playing in, yeah. in our, in our old band and stuff. And like that writing process, I feel like is so foreign to me now in a way where I sit down with all the instruments and we try to, I haven't done that since we've been in that band. Yeah. That's like crazy to me now. Like y'all just, you, you just get a room with nothing in it and you all bring your instruments <laughs> and you just like sit in corners of the room and you're like, <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> that someone does something and hopefully it sounds yeah, that's insane now. It'd be fun to do again, but that's just we've just gotten like so far from that. Yeah, why do you think why do you think that is? I mean, playing with the with the other guys, um, Nolan, uh, a friend of the podcast, Nick, who will be a soon friend of the podcast. He's definitely be. been mentioned on it. And <laughs> uh and Jordan as well. Like all of us have been writing, but we've oh, never Jordan. done it that way. We've never written where we all sit down. Like we bring guitars or piano or something. Like we it's never everybody sit at drums, bass, and and then let's build something like that. I mean, yeah. Why do you think that yeah. is we moved away from that so much? I think I like moving away from it because when we would do that, I always felt like we would get something going. Not even like us, but like just in that situation, we would get something going and then you would be like, okay, let's record that. And then you listen to it back and you're like, ah, I don't know about that. Like that's, it sounded good at the time, but maybe that's not, that's not great. So when we do it this way now where you're constantly kind of hearing it back, you sort of just instantly know like, is this good or not? Is this worth pursuing? Yeah, actually that is a good point. It's almost like watching yourself like uh i bet you Nigel houston watches himself skateboard all the time that's why he's absolutely <laughs> like, fucking perfect yeah he's like my shorts need to be like like half an inch shorter <laughs> so when i do my backside uh you know yeah. <laughs> whatever uh flip some I, my, flip in, gonna flip see this tattoo shit. i just got <laughs> that dude is like, so but he, yeah like that, that kind of thing Cleanest he's so skater. fucking good 
Let's throw hey, a clip of Najee Houston skating in right yeah. here. Hey, is, is it cool if I go grab another uh, beverage? Yeah, man. Sorry about that. Now you have to cut audio. That's fine. Easy cut. I can see where it is. But all right, we're, we're back in action. Now you're wearing a right brisket shirt. I love it. Yeah, I've got to represent backyard brisket. <laughs> Dude, Jordan cooks the best stuff. What are you drinking now? What do you got there? I've got a quick one from Town Brewery. It's uh it's a light lager, 4.2%. Quick one, yet it's a tall can. More it's just totally, it's a totally flat <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. Let's chug this like fruit punch. Um, speaking of town brewery, that's uh our friends yeah. out in they're out in Whippy, right? They're in Whippy, yep. Yeah, I thought I always I always forget Whippy or Brooklyn there. I know they're close together, but uh uh, is Matt Moross still working there? I believe Matt works there. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And you just yeah. did like, you were just doing some bass for him, right? For his project. I, I recorded bass for two or three songs for him. Um, he's got like a, he's got like a lo-fi kind of loopy, almost loopy. Like he works with loops and, um, it's like an indie hip hop kind of thing. Lo-fi indie hip hop. Super cool. Super chill. Definitely check it out. Shout out Dives. Dives with two Vs. Yeah, I've seen him doing uh, some videos on there. It, it Was that kind of the show you saw um, a couple weeks back where was he had a similar setup where he sort of just, it's almost like a, a DJ stuff, but yeah, in, in the sense where somebody's kind of standing there playing a bunch of different things, but there's not like a band, but there's still like a complex, you know, multi-layered instrument yeah, he, going on. Yeah, he, he stands in, behind like three tables all arranged in different... Uh, angles and he's got like three fucking things in front of him with like 18 <laughs> buttons on it and he's turning knobs and somehow he's just making it sound so cool i don't know what he does but yeah it's it's sick it sounds awesome yeah that is cool it's cool just to see all the different ways of writing you know just from mm -hmm. like yeah all the different ways to write music are cool i think that i haven't been to a good symphony in a while a symphony i uh what 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 even is that? <laughs> what even is that? What the uh, hell is even that? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. You got like, I mean, different kinds, but the, I guess the one here, the Western style symphony, would be your like violins, cellos, just like yeah, just like a bunch of like an orchestra, like a yeah. There's a ton of different instruments. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, you've been I to you've seen it. like a, a symphony. Yeah, man, going to the Roy Thompson Hall, putting on a suit, <laughs> going to the symphony, it's fun as hell. Yeah, that'd be dope. I saw can the, you, uh, what's that? I was say, can you take me to one soon? <laughs> I'll take you to the symphony, Just man. Go to a symphony. You can get you'll, you can get Heineken's in there. Play the symphony, play the timpani. It's a, it's a fun time. I am, yeah, I would highly recommend it, but yeah, I haven't, I feel like I haven't been to, trying to think i guess the last live show I, I was at i played at so it doesn't really count but <laughs> i gotta go to a show i think the last one i've kind of been to is i yeah. saw wild rivers at massey hall that was sick yeah live shows are amazing it's uh it kind of been a while for me too since before that dives show it's uh yeah it's just a good time everyone's just kind of vibing out super loud music drinks yeah it's fun it's yeah. tough like it's tough too to play uh like how many, if you were to, if you were to set up a show for your project, how many members do you think you could get away with? I think it's fine to like, I think it's a good idea to have a track, like to get the whole sound there, but how many people do you yeah. think you could do it with minimally? 
get away with okay so you need a drummer you'd need a bassist um you probably need two guitars and then one person on like whatever else like probably singing playing tambourine like shaking something left and right and standing on a keyboard so you need your core four and then one person who does literally everything and then how many so, how much i think five you, probably yeah five how many of that uh, how much extra would you need for like a uh, track like if you played it with a track that had everything else and then you know muted the track unmuted it do you think it would be pretty close to with the five like you would you'd only be missing like minute little things um depends on the song but yeah yeah i think if as long as you get someone in there with a, like a synth or a keyboard or something you could get pretty close some of my songs there's a lot of background like little mm. touches kind of like making it what it is but i think for the most part yeah you could you could basically achieve that with five guys or yeah five people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's always, and it's always so fun too, man. Like to play live. It's, it's just, I mean, sometimes it's a shame that it's so hard to coordinate that stuff and, uh, and really make it happen. You know, whether it's people in the city, people who have time to learn all the stuff it's, unless you're doing it, everyone's doing it full time. It's really tricky to, to get it all together. So just put, yeah, put, put your music out. There's probably a ton of people who like recorded a bunch of songs got like millions of listens and then people are like hey can you come play this show and they're like i don't <laughs> think that's possible i need to i need to talk i need to like meet some people <laughs> yeah i've been writing stuff i haven't met someone in a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man sick i'm psyched i'm so psyched that i mean we're doing this before the song comes out um and you just put out the pre-save so who did you do your pre-save with i've i've pre-saved it like a couple months back when you upload it so i yeah, forget now i saw that i saw the email come in um distro kid oh right 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 and they they that's actually sick too they set up a pre-save for you and stuff too yeah yeah it is nice it's um i keep refreshing the page to see who's pre-saved it so <laughs> i see i see you i see you <laughs> that's awesome and yeah because i think uh, i haven't actually distributed something in, with TuneCore, like i said for like a year or something so i don't don't know if they do it but i know they used to only have like an itunes dist- pre uh pre-save okay so yeah, yeah. Are, are you locked in with TuneCore? no I, like DistroKid, do you get to put unlimited releases out or is it a per song basis yeah. that you unlimited uh, i'm uh hmm. i don't know i don't know Uh-oh. actually i would have to i would have to reread that but I don't ever, a lot of people say district is the best one. Oh yeah. Um, and I just blindly follow that. <laughs> and I say true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. I wonder what the difference is. I really don't. Uh, Cause what is there? There's tune core distro kid. Yeah. Tune core distro uh, kid. Uh, I want to keep thinking CD baby. Oh yeah. CD for, baby. I think they're one that's right? for CDs. Yeah. They probably do Spotify too. I think they do. Actually, I think they're pretty sure they have a, a podcast too where they give a bunch of tips shit i think it's cd baby where they 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 do like uh basically like how to how to release stuff you know good ideas for artwork and and all that oh that's cool um speaking of artwork oh. actually where did you do your graphics for your stuff um oh like the artwork for this song that just yeah. that just came out last week yeah <laughs> um 
I just photoshopped it. I used to like when I was younger. I used to mess around in Photoshop, and, um, so I kind of have like a base level of understanding of Photoshop. Um, I yeah, it's it's a very like simple artwork. It's just like a square with a with a background and like a cool kind of text on it. But yeah, I just mm-hmm. made that in Photoshop. Because then you also um, yeah yeah the the video actually the visualizer yeah it's like I. I don't even remember how I did that because like I've never used like a video editing software and I told myself I want to do everything myself for some reason. So I, uh, I learned how to use, I got Adobe Premiere and I watched like so many YouTube videos on like how to, how to do everything that I did. And I guess I just kind of blacked out for like two weeks and, and made that like <laughs> visualizer thing. And now I go back to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to make something else sort of like that. And I get into the program. I'm like, what the, what the hell do I do here? What do I do? You made that. Was that a little while ago? You made it then? Yeah, that was, um, um, yeah, I don't know, like six months ago or something like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like to space it out. (laughs) That's amazing. It's like, it's like when you go back in and you're trying to, I've did this a couple of times, done this a couple of times where I'll have like a guitar part or something and I've, I wrote it a while back and I want to re-record it or something. And then I, Oh yeah. What the fuck is happening? That? This? You're sitting there for three and a half hours trying to figure out one chord. That just yeah. happened to me with one where it's like, it's in a weird tuning. Uh, um, actually I have the book right here. Let me see if I can find the tuning. It's like this weird tuning that I, I had to listen to it. I was like, it's gotta be these chords, but did I tune it? Weird? And I had no it's recollection. Oh yeah, here it is. I had no recollection of doing this and I've never used it before since it's like starting from the thick string. It's E A D G uh and then A D. So just drop those bottom two a whole step down. And I, I it's for the song we were doing called uh Fevered Sweetness, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know guys why I did it. And then it was like two days later. I was like, what the hell? It's gone. What's it's happening? gone already. Wow, that's a quick, yeah, that's a quick rewrite. I have no idea why I put those strings down, but I still can't remember. But yeah, sometimes you just get in the zone. That's something that I gotta experiment with. People always say, like, when you're feeling uh, feeling like you keep playing the same thing on guitar, just try a different mm-hmm. tuning, and all of a sudden you're writing tons of new songs. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you find you like? Do you find most of your songs? I don't know if you've like compared them at all with like the key signature of them. Do you find there's a key signature you just sort of <laughs> always yeah. go towards? Yeah, for sure. D. D I always D, I always yeah. want to do D or hmm, probably like D A and E. So I I kind of make sure I play and if I feel like I've been doing a lot of songs in those I'll I'll do like a I don't know like an A flat or something weird like that. Yeah, but that's yeah, a cool. I one always want to go to D. Yeah, I usually go. I usually like going to B. B is a good one. But I do. B, B, yes, D. I never write in B. I like B minor. B minor is kind of a go-to chord for me. Yeah, that's so the, that one, that's, that's D. That's D. <laughs> that's basically. D. <laughs> that's the yeah. <laughs> I like that's I like D minor. B minor, F sharp minor, and C sharp minor too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I was going to ask you, do you ever use, do you ever do um, sponsored ads? Oh, for, yeah, yeah. I used like Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I've done them in the past. Like, I don't know. I just never found, uh, I haven't done them in a, in a minute. I always, now I've just sort of done more of the like p- playlist things. Like I'll use uh, Submit Hub and Muso Soup. Um, and then there's another couple I think that I use that are just based off of like uh, articles and um, like magazine write-ups um, and playlists. And then I'll, then I'll just like try to find some um, like either awards or something like contests or something online. Like I think like one of the big ones they're always running is international songwriting competition. And, and they'll uh, you know, you can kind of just use that as like an accolade thing. And I've sort of started to put my money more there instead of, you know, cause really okay. what you, maybe you want to put like a hundred dollars into an Instagram ad or something. And yeah. I don't know. I just find that, uh, I don't know, like just thinking about how people find stuff. I don't know if when you're scrolling, if you really pay that much attention and yeah, you maybe like the odd time you'll hear it be like, Oh, that's kind of cool. You give it a like and you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. How, how often does it really pull you? Like I find in and, and how many people now are really scrolling on Instagram versus TikTok and stuff too, right? So that's true. Yeah, I got, I yeah, I got to get into that TikTok game. It's annoying too, and uh, but I guess also Instagram Reels is kind of another place that people will because it's like it's almost like just watching TV. Like everybody's been sucked into that void of you're like I've scrolled here for fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Like some people can do it for like an hour, and it's like oh, even yeah, if you do it for fifteen minutes, you, <laughs> you feel like you're going on like withdrawal when you finally like you're like okay hey, after this next video I'm I'm closing the app. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna do it. it. You close it, you get a drink of water, you're back on your phone, <laughs> opening up the same three apps again. Yeah, but like the amount of stuff you actually retain from it is minimal. Like the amount of oh, time yeah, you spend on it. You don't fucking, you don't remember all the videos. <laughs> Tell me 10 videos you just saw. You couldn't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None of it. But I don't know. But that is definitely a spot. I don't know. Like I was thinking about that too, where uh, where instead of even, even doing a bit less of like marketing and stuff, uh, maybe just put like if you were going to work with a PR thing for 800 bucks for a single, maybe take, um, you know, 400 and put it into your own playlisting stuff where you'll, you know, you'll pitch it through submit a musical soup and that kind of shit. And then take another yeah. 400 and pay a videographer to take some dope and edit some dope <laughs> like video styles where they're like in that, you know, you know where people are going to be watching them. That's going to be on right. their phone. And so then you take videos that sort of somehow, Instead of like clipping the music video you have ready, you kind of do like, you know, like a separate shoot that will be used for, you know, 20 clips of the song that you'll just post yeah. over and over again. Yeah, you have a ton of content out of one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I was thinking of that too, but uh, yeah, just something I was like just, that. I was just kind of wondering how much kind of, how much does that help when you get, because you see people will do a sponsored ad or like a sponsored post and then they get like, you know, like, if they're regularly getting 300 views, now they're getting 3,000. But like, how much does that really help? So I was just kind of asking you to see if you've ever done it and sort of see yeah. what your experience on that was. Yeah, I guess I guess long answer shorter is like, I have done it and I've noticed like very minimal turnaround. Yeah. Uh, I think I did it for a few tracks off Life is a Dream. And I just remember, you know, even if the, I think some of the videos we even have, you know, you could get them up to, whatever, like, you know, 10,000 views or something. And you'd go to your yeah. Spotify for artist thing. And it's just like, you'll notice if it's on a playlist or something, it'll go up. But yeah, I know I, I find the turnaround rate for someone who 
you know, if you're not a, you know, if you're not like Donovan Woods who puts up a sponsored ad for a new album, people are like, oh <laughs> yeah. shit, I didn't know. Let me go see that. I know that person. Like, unless you have some sort of notoriety, I don't know how really effective they yeah. are to, to pull you. Cause you got to go from one app then to another, like, and then look right, the person yeah. up. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you, I feel like almost, you almost want like the, as much of your, and I don't, I haven't done, I do a lot of like cover video posts, but I, I try to figure out a way to post more of my music on the, on the, on the social media stuff. Like, you know, have like most of my music catalog, maybe not the whole song, just like cl 30 second clips, 15 second clips, maybe less mm -hmm. of a track with a cool visual, but makes it yeah. not so desperate where you're like come over and listen to my song please like i'm trying to yeah, figure out please. how to not <laughs> how to, how to... 50... <laughs> i'm asking once again for the 16th time today please go to this other page yeah. and listen to my song and you know what do you what do you do right do you put the text on there being like just put out a new single go over here and pre-save it's like that's gonna be so hard for people who don't know you to be like oh let me stop and do that this even if even if i like the audio on the video it's hard right yeah so, it's like let me let me go yeah i can't remember my password let me reset my password let me check yeah. my email yeah i feel like the best way is like if you just post on those things have a bunch of like so if i click your profile then i can scroll through your videos hear a bunch of your music and then maybe in like your your bio link you have uh uh like a kind of like, like a, a link, link hub yeah, yeah link tree thing that's that basically you're like here's my you know, streaming on Spotify. Here's my website. Yeah, or those are great. Instagram or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's weird, man. It's always changing on how to like actually market your songs. But I feel like the shitty thing is thinking that you have to spend so much money to get anyone to hear it, which you can't, sometimes you do, but then there's also little mm. tricks that you can maybe get around that. Maybe you can post a video and it gets a ton of views on a social media thing. And, and that actually brings people over to, to stream your stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Ideally, I guess that's the way that it could go, but even that's hard. There, how many how many songs are uploaded a week? How many fucking videos on TikTok are there uploaded a day? Yeah, like nine hundred thousand million. <laughs> nine cabillion, easily. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. But anyway, I was super jacked up to have you on here talking about your song because I know I was excited for you to have it, and I know all the guys that we write with and hang with we're looking forward to you like actually getting it in motion and yeah. and uh we were going to keep pressuring you to get some more of them out but i feel like now that you've That's got good. this one out you feel like you kind of uh, maybe i'm just speaking for you but i feel like you've got this energy to be like now i gotta put it i gotta get another and another out at least yeah, a few. I, yeah i got a taste of it now i gotta i gotta keep going i gotta keep chasing just keep chasing that dragon <laughs> yeah, well, i'm for psyched sure. for uh i'm psyched for all the projects we've got uh working on as well and yeah i always appreciate you and your and your music writing dude yeah thanks man you too it's always a pleasure uh just seeing your face <laughs> yeah thanks man <laughs> yeah the uh i'm psyched for our uh our third our get together on mother's day with the with the guys mother's day yeah <laughs> all the moms will be present yeah our moms will be there no it's the it's the it's the night before we'll be it seeing our moms but i'm psyched to yeah. get yeah i feel like i feel like that's why i resonate so well with it because i'm eager to get some of those tunes out so i'm and and also some of my oh, own me and, too so i feel like i've got all these things that on the back burner ready to go and uh, yeah um I just finished that song I was telling you about with Maddie Leon. We just finished that one, so I'm really ready to get that stuff out too. So I feel like uh, yeah, you got that. Like you got that mastered, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we did it with Christian as well. Nice. Um, and upon the release of this podcast, I guess the Leafs will be uh, about a week into their series with the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers, yeah. I just kind of caught a glimpse of it when I walked out there. It looks like the Leafs were down one goal. <laughs> I text you. I was like, hey, man, did your internet shut out or something? <laughs> just standing, standing in the living room frozen. Um, I think they yeah, got I feel- this thing come back. I think uh, I think I gotta Google it real quick. When what's this? How long since the Leafs have been in the second round? The second round it's like twelve years or something like that. Maybe nine. Really? I don't know. It's been it's been a while. It's been it's a kind minute, of a thing. Oh my! Do. Yeah, there's no way this is true. What did they it say? It says it says Toronto Maple Leafs advanced to second round for first time in nineteen years. Yeah, I believe it. No, yeah, that's dude, a huge thing. I was twelve the last time they got this far. <laughs> Are you shitting me? They, yeah, they made it. Damn, that's a this big event. This is enough of a win. <laughs> this is our Stanley Cup. This is People enough wonder. for this year, guys. Like you're <laughs> spoiling us now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, well, my dude, I, I guess we could. I mean, now I just want to hang out with you. Like I know. This call, so when are you driving kind of down? Bummer. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna get off this call and head over. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, man, I'm I'm fucking I'm jazzed up for it. I have a I have a tune out now that this this is out. So go check out Ty Callen or sorry, sit still um for you. Yeah. And are you gonna make a are you gonna make I don't know a band page or something, or where should people check out your Instagram and stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep using mine for now. I think eventually I'll make a band page, but still go to pad tie at pad underscore tie on Instagram for now. Are you doing any, um, I know you've done some since we, not just for like projects with us, but I know you've done some other work for folks. Are you still doing any of that stuff? Are you still open to that? Like if somebody needs some drums or something uh, added to their tune? Yeah, absolutely not. No, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to work with other people like session musician stuff. I will, I'll mix your tracks. I'll yeah. Well, I guess the next time I see you is, uh, on the, I guess, yeah, the 13th, I'm looking forward to it, dude. May 13th, that's going to be a good time. We don't know where we're going yet, but we're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Toronto, I guess, maybe, but we'll see where the studio takes us. Exactly. <laughs> can I <laughs> can I, can I? I play us out on For You? Yeah, 100%. Go for it. Oh, hell yeah. What if I made it the intro music, too? That'd be pretty tight. That You can do both, yeah. It's out there. It's out <laughs> in the wild. It's just going to repeat under this whole thing, just, just quietly <laughs> <Yeah>. underneath. <laughs> yeah man i appreciate it thanks for doing this with me and and congrats on your on your song your song birth no problem thank you but an okay afterbirth but <laughs>